This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank that. you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergaff. Hey, thanks for joining us again for the podcast. And on the phone with us today is Jeff Ash. He joins us on these Fridays of the podcast. And, uh, well, Lefty, we're, uh, you know, almost a week removed from the Hawk invite last weekend. And when we chatted last Friday, you had some concerns about the forecast, and that turned out to be great for you guys and got your tournament in and had some good weather for it and really a top-notch champion as well. Yep, that went great. I don't know that it could have gone any better as far as the weather went. That worked out perfectly for us. Um, I don't even know that we even got a sprinkle on us, I don't think, maybe that night afterwards. But um, the the weather turned out great. Um, got a little bit trickier as the day went on because the wind picked up a little bit as far as the golf went and the yeah. scores. Yeah. So there were some interesting things, for lack of a better word, that <laughs> happened out there. But that can happen. That can happen at Hawk. We got you know a little little bit of out of bounds involved with our course and some water and things. So you can all of a sudden get uh, some scores to balloon up, and that's kind of what happened. We had Brady Madsen won it. Our local local. Uh, stud and we were happy about that of course but only him and and uh, matt gorns who got second were the only two out of 60 golfers that were under par so mm-hmm. so obviously the course wasn't giving up a ton of birdies and uh i don't know all the all the feedback and everything we got was great i i just had such a fun day um and i just felt like everything went as well as it possibly could have that day yeah that's great so uh how did you play you played in the event how'd it go it was the best. This is our third year running now, yep. and I made the I made the champ flight. Great. Um, so I was happy about that, and I shot in the thirties every round. Actually, my last nine, I was under par. Nice. So I was, I think, only one stroke out of the money, to be honest. So I kind of tied in that sixth, seventh range overall. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really happy about that. Um, I was one of the one of the top guys from Hawk Creek. Barry Rothwell edged me out by a stroke somehow, but. Um, that's a shot to him because he listens to this. But um, <laughs> so, so, uh, but I was proud of how I played. Be the best way for me to say it. And obviously, with all the work that goes into it from everybody that's involved, and you know, just uh, the outpouring of the sponsors and how willing they are to donate their their money to you know just make it a great event too. It's it can be kind of overwhelming. And you know, we had the the Muggsy thing for us at the course. One of our icons out there passing away and. Derek, whose funeral we have this morning from Claire City, the pilot, and there was so just a lot of range of emotions. Um, and for me, it doesn't take that much to get off kilter. So I was happy with how I was able to. I was just in a really good space and just felt great all day. And I was, I don't know, for lack of any better word, I was just happy out there. It was it was a fun day. So you've kind of tweaked things over the last uh, three years to try and make some improvements, yeah. uh, taking input from guys that are playing and discussing it amongst yourselves. Uh, so uh, did some of those little tweaks you're making, have they, they helped the, this in the, the yeah. third year of the yeah. event? Yeah, and we're still making them. Yeah. Um, we're always trying to, you know, one of the hang-ups, I guess you'd say, is the Calcutta, you know, it's always like you have that break. You need to have it at some point. Yeah. And we've had suggestions about, you know, do you play nine holes on Friday night and then have your Calcutta? And then, you know, 
then play the next day, and I could go both ways on that. I think that sounds like a great idea for Friday night, but then you got guys driving, potentially driving, you know, an hour back to maybe play nine holes, you know. So yeah. then you're like, well, that's kind of a lot to give up. Or do you look at it as, hey, it's only a couple hours and I can be back with the family, or, you know, does that take away from the final? I don't exactly know what it is. You know, you and I have talked about it, and we've kicked around a lot. Mm. Potentially having the first two flights play 27 holes instead of just champ flight because if you look at the leaderboard there's a, just a ton of good sticks in that first flight too and so um you know a lot of guys that aspire to be in championship that don't make it but the calcutta is always really good in that first flight you know it doesn't work better for them to get 18 holes does that help your calcutta hurt it i don't honestly know if there's an exact way to do it and then i think it's easy to critique and always think you want to do it better, but then sometimes you need to look back and just say, geez, everybody had such a great time. The The vibe was awesome. We had, you know, just random people from our club that were out there and from town. There was friends of guys that showed up afterwards, like from Eagle Creek. We had Scotty Carruthers and um, guys show up later, too, that weren't playing, that just kind of wanted to see how it was going, you know, and have a couple drinks and just take it all in, and I just – I just felt like the vibe was really good for it. So maybe what we had is really good, you know, and we just, you know, tweak a couple more minor things because the things I talked about are kind of major changes if we did that. Yeah. You know, you're kind of always your own worst critic on things, right? I mean, uh, the vast yep. majority of guys that played, they wouldn't change a thing. They they loved every aspect. If you kind of worked on them a little and said, "What could you know?" You, you'd have to pull it out of them to say, "Well, I might do this or that," you know. But you're right. always looking at it more critically when you're the guys that are operating the event. You're always going to be, uh, you know, a little harder on yourselves than really anybody who played the event would be. Yeah, and and I think I said that too, and maybe last week, and I said it's always easy. To just show up, play, and be like, well, this is what I would change. And I'm like, well, yeah, but you also have to understand all the different angles of that. And there's always at least two sides, if not three or four sides, when it comes to some of these things, um, you know, as far as opinions and what they think. And so it's easy to just throw out an idea. And I think that's great. We want ideas, but then it's also tabling it, maybe bringing it to our tournament committee and saying, hey, this is what I heard that somebody suggested. What do we think? You know, is there does that sound great? Is there a version of that that sounds good that, you know, maybe we should be thinking about? So it's always good to get those ideas because a lot of these guys are coming from different clubs where they've had different tournaments and something that's worked. We've taken things from other clubs already. And, you know, we want to have something that's a little bit exclusive to ours too, but um, using what works at other places, growing it. I mean, we had, we had 60 golfers. We can't really grow the, you know, like getting more people to sign into it, but it's like, how do we know? Now that we've kind of got a name for it and maybe kind of a brand, you know, now how how do we um, just check little things that maybe we can make better and, you know, go from there. But all in all, I thought it was great. I, I felt like all the feedback was good. And one of the things I look at that I, that I really enjoy and that I really appreciate it was, you know, like, so I'll just use Danny Anderson and Andy Jacobson, two guys that are definitely on the, you know, their, their odds would be high to win this tournament or be in the leaderboard, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I also think it's easy for some of those guys that play in tournaments every weekend, have families, whatever, you know, hey, I didn't win, so I'm out of here. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. Nope. Danny stayed till the end. He asked me, where's everybody going? I hear everybody talking about where we're going. Well, we're all going to cheers. So everybody's going to cheers to hang out now, even – you know, I mean, that's a long day. We were golfing until like 7.30, almost 8 o'clock, 
and we started at nine. So, I mean, that's a 10, 11 hour day of golf, being away from your families, everything. And they were still, where do we go now? Cause they get it. Um, Andy and Jacobson and his wife and Danny's wife was out there too, who I appreciate that. But Andy and his wife, I walk into cheers here. They are ripping pull tabs. You know, it's just <laughs> like, that's the stuff that to me is cool because they understand, Hey, for our community, this is a big deal. You know, this is, this is one of our big events of the year, and we put a ton of energy, pride, effort into it, but we pay out good. It isn't like you just come and spend a whole bunch of money so that Hawk Creek is better. It's like you can leave with a really nice, um, some Benjamins in your pocket, too, if you play good. So it just kind of touches a lot of different things, but at the end of the day, I just love seeing a lot of my best friends and everybody in my network and my family was out there. Carrie was taking pictures. She took some awesome pictures of everybody and uh, made kind of a video out of it. So it's just everywhere. I mean, Speed did a great job. Our course, awesome comments about the condition of the course. and you know. But at the end of the day, it must have been pretty good because I left at 11.30, Todd, from Cheers. I was just done. And I, and I don't mean done in like I had had too many drinks. Like I was just toast. Like I had grinded it out, um, you know, and everything else. And I'm just like, guys, I got to pull the pin. I can't do it anymore. And, I, of course, I was getting ridden like, Come on, man! Let's go. There was probably there was probably thirty people involved yet at eleven thirty in the tournament that were still going hard at Cheers. So it must have been pretty good. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, so, congratulations on another great event. I'm really happy that the weather turned out uh, good for you. Yeah. You know, we just didn't know. I mean, the forecast I on know. Friday was terrible. Uh, I remember when we started the podcast. You go, oh, the biggest story of the day is the forecast for tomorrow. But what? <laughs> but what did? But what did your old buddy say? What did I say yeah. on the podcast last week? I said it's a forecast. It can change, right? Yeah. And it did. Yep. And the weather was beautiful. Forecasting rain all summer, and it yep. hadn't come, so yeah, yep. that's what worked out. That's right. That's right. So that was terrific. Yep. So congrats on a great event. Uh, you know, that's a lot of work that goes into it for you guys, and and I know you love putting it on and enjoy the day. At the same time, a little relief after it's over, isn't it? It is, <laughs> and and even just when you start, you know, like by the time, like for me, it's just all the build up until you finally just get there and you're playing. You know, then mm-hmm. it's just about playing. Yeah, we had to help with the Calcutta, and that is something that kind of gets your brain you know occupied and then it's like okay now we got to go play another 18 holes you're like oh geez i got to switch gears here real fast yeah yeah. and um so but without all the help from everybody too and people that are just willing to i mean we had two guys darren niemeyer who i know listens to the podcast too and uh darren niemeyer and holmgren they sat out at our, our hole six all day long they had a spotting scope they had a red and green t-shirt or something that they would hold up like if it was time to go if it was time to wait they would tell you if you were in the water or not because that's always kind of a tricky spot there on our course sure. you know does it bounce on does it bounce on the left side of the creek or not because then it's just one stroke if it lands in the creek on the air it's two strokes so just just a lot of things that way that um you know it's just i could go on and on about everybody that helps out and i feel bad if i miss somebody i needed to give those guys a shout out because they just sat there all day and did that i'm like you must care just a little bit. Darren was out there all week long with his trimmer at night, you know, trimming around trees, trimming tee boxes. So, you know, it's just stuff. And and I do have to – I was at Little Crow on, I don't remember if it was Wednesday or Thursday morning, playing with Carter and, and a friend of his from college. And they had guys on every dang tree trimming. And I was just <laughs> like, that gives me a little respect for the amount of help that we don't have, you know, at a course our size and the amount of workers that we don't have. So to see, you know, people like Darren and and 
all these guys chip in. It's not just guys. There's gals and seniors. Everybody was just chipping in. I mean, it's it's a cool thing. I hope it comes out of me how appreciative I was that I tried to. Mary, uh, Corey Erickson's wife, Mary Erickson, she did all of our electronic scoring on the iPad, and I appreciated how much pride she took in it because I questioned her on something. Not, I was just like, hey, why aren't all these scores in there? And she looked at me like, really? Like, I am in charge of this, and I am under control. And I'm in control of this. And I was like, you got it, girl. I love that. Because sometimes you're like, you know, if they, if you've got people that, you know, you're like, just let me do it then. That was not the case. And she did awesome there. And her, Corey's family and kids helped with the sign-up. And, you know, like I said, you could go on and on. The beer girls, the cart beverages, everything was awesome. And uh, everything went great and just seemed like it was as good as it could have been that day. Yeah, that's terrific. Uh, you know, you talk about people sitting on a hole because you have a blind tee shot, so you want to let them know when they can hit and did your ball go in the water. I'm playing the Oakdale invite tomorrow and Sunday, and they have the same thing there. You know, the second hole right. now, it used to be number 11, but now it's two, and it's been that way for about three years or so now. Same thing there. And it's just volunteers from the club who enjoy the tournament yeah. who are going to go out and sit uh, out in the fairway on 11, and they'll sit right in the middle with their cart so you know not to hit. And then when they pull out of the way, you go ahead and hit, and they've got a guy down by the water and the hazard because you can hit it in there blind too uh, at Oakdale. So big respect to those people that you referenced and down at Oakdale yeah. and, and these tournaments who are willing to volunteer their time just because they know it's a big event for the club and they want the club and the community to do well. And it's the same thing down there at Oakdale that you're talking about. Yeah, and I had Oakdale on my calendar, too, because I've never played in it yet. And, of course, coming off how I played at the invite, I was like, geez, I would really like to do that. But the Rockets are still playing, and it's Brooksy's last weekend home. Um, and so it just didn't feel right like I wanted to donate two days to doing that as much as I would love to do it. But my time is coming for that. And um, But exactly what you're talking about, I think you unless you put a tournament on or, or, or help with it or even – just volunteer a little bit, you don't get all the little things that go into it. I mean, at 5 a.m., my phone is blowing up. Speed's like, no rain in the forecast, you know, to our kind of our group that's on the committee. No rain in the forecast, and all the member signs or all the donor signs are up. I didn't even know we had donor signs. <laughs> and at 5 a.m., he's got, you know, 25 signs sitting out in front of the clubhouse underneath our invite sign. And, you know, it's just like you – It's again, I'll say it. And hopefully, like even you, you understand this. When you guys show up at at uh, Oakdale this weekend, there was a lot of dang work that went into having it be just ready for you guys to just show up and play. Yep. And uh, I have a whole new respect for that. It's easy to go and complain about the greens and complain about the conditions, and there was no Bev cart, and there was no this, and there was no that. And I'm like, yep, and all you had to do was show up. Yep, you paid your money and things like that. But, I mean, in order for it to be as good as possible, there's a lot of people that are just giving of their time. You know, a lot of those people, nobody's getting paid to do a lot of that stuff. Yeah, you know, they right. just are like, I want this to be good for our course, our community, and for you guys and girls. So, yeah, that's right. I appreciate that, having been a part of it. And, uh, it go, you know, it has to do with a lot of, a lot of things in life that yeah. way. Yeah, that's right. Hey, uh, the FedEx Cup playoffs started this week on the PGA <laughs> Tour. They're playing down in Memphis 
uh, today. 70 guys now instead of 125 that it had been in previous years. I kind of like that. It makes guys have to earn their spot a little more because if you think about it, 156 is a full field. Most fields have 144. Well, if 125 go, you know, how, how well did you have to play to make it? Uh, where if it's, right. it's, if it's 70, it's more in line with playoffs in the team sports, where about 40% of the participants make the playoffs. So you actually have to do something. So I kind of like it that they, they shortened it to 70 players, and then just about every guy you watch, uh, you recognize their names when it's 125. There's still plenty of guys in there that maybe, outside of people who really follow it closely, like you do, since you're picking golfers each week, but uh, there's there's a lot of people. You know, I don't know half the field when it's 125 or more. But uh, so I, I kind of like that they went to 70 for the first round, day now. Yeah, and uh, is there isn't a cut though? Is there? No cut. Nope. Not in the playoffs. Nope. Yeah. The one thing I think that's very interesting with that is going to be okay. So like right now, I mean, John Rahm was my my first pick, and uh, he is literally in last place yes. right now, which. Is, is only two two over or three over. I mean, it's not like it's some horrible round. But, right, right. But I think it's really interesting when those guys get four rounds, you know, because any one of those guys can all of a sudden rip off a 64, you know, and all, and all of a sudden you're leaping, you know, 20 and 30 guys at a time. You know, I, I'm sure there's a lot of guys that if, like, in a field this small, for them to have the chance, I mean, everybody's probably got a chance, especially yeah. the caliber of these players and, you know, like the Roms and the, the really good guys and Rory's and stuff. Who knows when they know they have four days of golf coming. Um, that could be interesting to see, you know, coming from where he's at right now to, you know, they would have a cut that maybe he wouldn't make today. But, you yeah. know, with only 70 guys, it's going to be interesting to see where they end up. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's an excellent point. If if there were a cut, he'd have to shoot pretty low today to leapfrog however many guys to get in. But now he's got three rounds to work away at it and certainly could make his way up. However, even though he's tied for last, his projected standing at the end of the tournament, uh, as I was looking at the PGA Tour uh, website this morning, is still number one. So he had quite a quite a cushion yeah. uh, to get him into um, you know, the Tour Championship here in a couple of weeks. He's going to get into yeah. that. But but certainly fun golf to watch. And I always like watching when Jordan Spieth is playing well, which he did yesterday shooting a 63. He had one of his yeah. patented chip-ins. He's fun to watch. I just like watching Spieth. Yep, he's on my team, so I was excited about that too. Um, a little disappointed in a couple guys just because I like to see them up on the leaderboard. But I think a lot of stuff is going to happen yet. I have no idea what like the weather forecast or anything. I think it's a little hot down there. I would yeah. assume right now. Memphis in August, <laughs> I would think hot. Yes, yeah. <laughs> no well, doubt. And they were all so filthy yesterday. I mean, Rams from his knees down to look like he was out in the slough duck hunting or something. That's that's. And Tom, Tom yeah. Kim's got his right. pants up around his knees. I didn't realize that's what it was when I, I was. I sat down last night after a visitation for this funeral and stuff too, and I was just like. What the heck is he wearing? I, te- yeah. I snapped my buddy Barry and I said, "What is Tom Kim wearing?" Well, then I come to realize what he did in the players, and he had, you know, remember he had his pants rolled up. And, yep. But he yep. he had her going yesterday too, and he he had a chance for a couple more late in the round. He missed like a two footer, and then he oh he, yeah. he had some good chances. He's on my team too. That's why yeah. I cared. But yeah. hey, yeah. hey, Lefty, congrats again on the tournament last weekend. Uh, thanks for joining us for the podcast today. Have a great weekend. Yep, you bet, Todd. You too. Jeff Ash joining us here on the Todd and Friends Podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 
Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.